what if you have normal guys talking about hip hop, anime, video games, comic books, movies, etc., etc., etc.? Hmm, sounds like a cool concept. This is the Cool Concept Podcast with your boy Mikael Miles, and today we have a special guest, hip hop artist Matt the Shonen. What's up, man? What up? What up? I'm just chilling, chilling just nice. just chilling, watching YouTube videos, man. Yeah, what you watching? Um, just about everything from flight to cash nasty as well. So, word, some good yeah. old uh, some ba- some YouTuber basketball competition. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Exactly. So, tell us about yourself. Um, that's a loaded question. Where should I? Where should I start? Will you? Do you want anything exactly you want to know, or like should I just stay off rip? Off. Say any, anything. That's up to you. Um. Well, my name is Mac Deshonen. Uh, I'm a hip hop artist. Uh, I do a lot of like I don't know if I I don't know if I would call it like lo-fi hip hop, but you know, I guess like a boom bappy style kind of thing. Uh, I've been doing it for quite some time now. I started since I was nine, technically writing since I was nine, but didn't really start seriously making music until like my freshman year of college at Rutgers University. Mm, okay, all right, that's cool. So, uh, what age did you start rapping? Uh, nine. I started rapping when I was nine. I guess I was like, like, it was either fourth or fifth grade. I want to say it was fifth. Um, mm-hmm. I just got finished writing this fucking, are we allowed to piss on here, by the way? Can I curse? Alright, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I just got finished, uh, writing this. Uh, the first rap I ever wrote, like for real, for real, real, not just like doodles some like words that I thought would rhyme, like cat in a hat or some like mm-hmm. shit like that, some Dr. Doctor Stu- Dr. Seuss stuff. Um, <laughs> I had this like composition journal. Um, and when I was nine, I finished writing this like this rap called The Dark Knight because I was like, I'm like, I still am kind of a nerd, but I was like really into like medieval stuff and like, you know, like I, I guess mm-hmm. I watched like too much like Thundercat and He Man probably or like just maybe you know i just had like a lot of like geeky influences so like medieval is one of them so like warriors and like all that cool shit as a kid um so i wrote about the dark knight and not batman uh but like, <laughs> but like a like a headless horseman kind of character is like around halloween and i showed my mm. friend um, i showed my friend josh and i showed my friend trev and they were like yo like i performed it for them they're like yo that was actually kind of nice and then like i guess i caught a little bug from there and i just had it as like a hobby since i was nine like even in middle school um, mm-hmm. We used to rap battle. I used to rap battle Corey Skull in the Cleary cafeteria during lunch period. I think it was like six to eight lunch period. And there, all of us would be there. It'd be me, Trev, Eric, Josh, Corey, sometimes Marcus. And like we'd get a little thing going on. We would, we would rap battle. Maybe we would write our thing like the night before. Like I would write on like computer paper or we would just freestyle off, off rip. Just like cypher in the cafeteria. Um, and even in the high school, like I kept doing poetry. I won like my, my, my school like talent show with poetry, like a slam poem rap thing, acapella. And then uh, in the college, I performed at a, coach, a poetry collective called Verbal Mayhem. And um, it was like a, 
like an open mic kind of kind of gig, and I did it there, and it just <laughs> went crazy. So I just, uh, I just, I just like from from that point on, I don't know why it took me so long. I was like, yo, if I've been doing this for this long, and like I'm actually nice at it, like genuinely, I'm pretty, I'm pretty fucking nice at it, and <laughs> and uh, I'm like, I'm. I'm still kind of lost. How come I haven't been pursuing this thing that's been stuck with me and that has been my way of therapy, depression, mm-hmm. and creativity my whole life? You know, so I just jumped all in. Um, so from there, I made Welcome, my first mixtape. Then we did Water Jutsu. Then I dropped Woe Is Me and Mamba Out, Rest in Peace, Kobe, 23, number eight forever, Mamba Mentality. And then I just recently, yep. I recently dropped Room Rap, the EP, this March. Um, and now I'm working on fixing up the studio and, and gonna do another drop hopefully but by the time summer ends i don't know it took mad long to get to get my shit to come here because of uh quarantine and covid and stuff so mm-hmm. I, w- I wanted to get it done by the end of the summer but room rap just came out nine track ep um hopefully this this next album is got definitely gonna be a lot longer and it's not gonna be an ep it's gonna be my first full-fledged album and hopefully mm-hmm. that can be done within the next like you know a couple months or so okay dope dope stuff dope stuff man yeah how did you get the name of matt the shonen uh so mac is like my actual nickname that i've grown up with like my full name is in western english macavan and then i didn't realize until i took sanskrit in college and like i actually asked my parents i was like there's no way and i learned about like the phonetics of language and culture i was like there's no way my name is Macavan and my native tongue <laughs> from Punjab in India, right? It's just the way the mm-hmm. A, the way the A pro- is pronounced, it can't be that. So I started taking Sanskrit and I, I realized that. I asked my parents and it's actually Makavan. So that's my full name. Um, so Makavan, Macavan. Either way, the first few letters are M-A-K. And I grew up being called Mac because of that. So it's Mac. And then I ended on the Shonen. Um, I don't know. Honestly, just like on a whim, you know, like growing up one of the besides hip-hop one of my favorite ways of like creativity or expressing or like just taking in art was shown in uh anime shown in anime and manga um i love that genre mm-hmm. i love the whole like the epic tale of like boy overcomes problems becomes adult succeeds kind of kind of story so like you know naruto Bleach, dragon ball one piece shouts out to luffy all that stuff and it was right uh, before, i'm the same yeah 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 it, it definitely like especially if you, you you didn't want like if you were missing out on guidance or you wanted guidance and you wanted to like get something to draw inspiration from and like what kind of kid you want to be what kind of person you want to grow up into like it's a positive story to like digest you know what i mean like naruto for me was when he was getting bullied and like you know what i mean i definitely took it in as like a positive influence um, so right before I dropped Water Juice of the EP, I was like, you know what, fuck it, bro. We're just going to go Mac and Shonen. Um, I love, I've always wanted, I didn't know if I wanted to go Mac, just Mac, or just Shonen. So I just combined the two, went Mac to Shonen, and, um, you know, the rest is history. Okay. All right. How would you describe your musical style? Um, oh, I got a, I have a huge lyrical influence from 90s hip-hop and like when we first came to america we grew up in these this this apartment and my my brother would play music and you could easily hear it and he would always have this like cd player around and like he would always be playing music in his car and like during that time period like late 90s it was a lot of like in our area at least in my area it was a lot of like Nas, jay-z big pond 
um, uh, Terror Squad, DMX. You know what I mean? Um, and then I got I got influenced by that, and then I kind of just took it a step further. Um, I really I really dug into nonsense discography. I started really liking like Tribe Called Quest, Common, MF Doom, Eminem. Uh, um, so I, it's a lot of like old sound, an old. You might people could call it old cadences, lyrical cadences. I still think they're the freshest. I still think they're the most complex. They're the most full. They're the most. Um, mm-hmm. They're the most like they have the most uh, meat to them. Like you I mean you could you could play it one time, listen to it, and, and you could play it another time and hear different meanings and different sounds or different words. Do you know what I mean maybe you didn't catch a metaphor? Maybe you didn't catch what someone was actually saying with the words they're using. So I've tried. I've definitely, I, I've definitely tried to use that lyrical influence in my music to where you could listen to it once time in the background and you could enjoy it, or you really sit down with it and try and you know extract more because I definitely put time into the words. So I guess you could call it like boom bap hip hop, chill hop. It has, mm-hmm. it has the beat selection is really like a lo-fi influence. I'm a huge fan of DJ Premier, Ninth Wonder, Javez, Jay Dilla. Um, and like that kind of sound, that kind of boom bappy, soulful, great samples, sometimes jazzy. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's kind of even hard for me to describe, but like, you know, when someone listens to it, it's definitely different, but not different at the same time. You'll find similarities to some of your favorite artists and maybe my own seasoning on top of it as I continue to like develop the sound and hone it and, uh, you know, give it to people. Yeah, I do agree. I like alert lyrical hip hop a lot because you can hear or take that quote from somebody rapping about uh, social issues or real stories, and basically that quote will inspire you to do a lot of things. Like, um, I'm not sure if you know who Lloyd Banks is. He has oh, a lot yeah. of quotes and everything. Yeah, Lloyd, a lot of quotes. Lloyd that- Banks is a punchline god, bro. I love yeah. Lloyd Banks. Yeah. 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 He takes. He- he has quotes that, like, I feel like inspire you. The same with Jay Z. He has quotes like that evolves around like business right. and um, life and right. every single thing, and people just like miss it. Yeah, I'm not. So, I'm not gonna lie. Like when I grew up, I was a huge Nas fan, and I loved like the stories he told. Yeah. And um, Jay Z, I guess it took. I love like some of his like popular stuff. I love when he was uh, working with Lincoln Lincoln Park. Um, you know, and uh, 99 Problems in that era. And like, I, I, I got the Blueprint 3 and Magna Carta when it came out. But even him, you know, like, it, it goes to show, like, even when I got older and I listened to 444 or I go back on some of this stuff, it hits me even different now that I'm looking at the business aspect of things. I'm looking at the money exactly. aspect of things. And I'm looking at how, how he moved in his entrepreneurship in his lyrics and he tells you about it, you know, and that's not, that's some kind of guidance you might not get if you're in an impoverished neighborhood or you don't have people around you that are getting money like that or they're investing their money in certain ways that you haven't even heard of before until you listen to this guy and he puts it in a nice poetic way. So I totally feel that. Mm. I do agree. Uh, What and who inspires you the most? Um, That's crazy. Uh, I can't name one person. But I could definitely name like uh, I, I definitely I definitely uh, like MF Doom. I think played a huge role just because um, he made it cool for me as a geeky introvert 
and not just saying like, mm-hmm. I haven't gone through stuff but like to not even to not want to have to fully talk about what goes on through my day to day life and just be this character not be this character but like you know talk about like fantastical things you know what I mean like MF Doom being a super villain and using comic book samples and like having these stories and even his videos from like all caps so like definitely like stuff like MF Doom um logic like the incredible true story when it came out in in college his whole mm-hmm. his whole thing about being like a fucking like in space like a cowboy bebop album practically was crazy. yeah um any 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 artist that I feel comfortable being myself uh pretty much you know even even the points where like Eminem where he can get angry and uh Eminem Kendrick do a great job of rapping angry uh but still being like poetic about it and not being simplified in their emotion like shit like that always always intrigues me because i feel like emotion isn't black and white mm. i feel like i got a lot to say but i can't just say it saying i'm angry or saying i'm pissed you know so um just just pretty much any like weird nerdy rapper but also an emotional lyrical rapper okay yeah like yeah i just i just found out about uh mf doom like 4 years ago oh word and his his villain persona was kind of interesting to me. Yeah. You know, taking off, taking off after Doctor Doom, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it was kind of interesting, and the first, I think, it, I think I listened to his first album. I can't remember the name of the album. Then I listened to, um, is it Mad? Mad Villainy. Mad, Mad Villainy. That's what's that's the second album, right? I think so. The first, the first, and then and go ahead. Now, the first album I listened to was mm, Food, but I don't I don't exactly remember where in his discography that is to be honest. But I, I had definitely listened to Mad Villain. Yeah, that was a dope that was a dope project. And then I listened to the the one with the mouse. What's it? The Mouse Doom. Oh yeah, yeah, he did that. Yeah, yeah. I know Trump. That's like a blue mouse or like a blue Doom mask with like a mouse and crossbones. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. A lot of those tracks were on. Uh, Adult Swim, yeah, I would influence. say that too. Adult Swim, just as a whole, huge influence. Yeah, like even, yeah. Even, so, like even besides the hip hop, they play between. That was also the first time I ever saw like hip hop being played between commercials, and it was actually like dope stuff. Like MF Doom, mm-hmm. like Jay Dilla, and they'd have like the Adult Swim sign or like some random photo. Mm-hmm. And even just like the the anime that came on at that time, like going back to Shonen, like Bleach, fucking Yu Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha. Like if I'm late at night and like. It's just quiet, and I don't. I'm not ready to go to sleep, and I got school in the morning. I don't know what to watch. Adult Swim was there. For me. Adult Swim was there. For me. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> so, what is the difference of your growth between the mixtape Welcome and to the Room Rap right now? Um. Well, Welcome was like. Welcome was first off like the first ever 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 mixtape I ever did and like I, I did like raps on webcams and I used to prank call people in high school and rap on the phone or we would do like freestyle photo videos and shit like that but never actually like recorded entertainment um and mm. especially one that I could like make as a piece like as an art piece like um so it was a, it was a huge it was a huge like learning curve like all I did was vocals I did writing and vocals for that but I got my friend Mark, um, also known as Oakley. He did the mixing, mastering, and engineering, and I got the production from like old school beats. Whereas to now in Room Rap, 
um, the lyrical content is maybe Room Rap recently was just a little bit darker, a little bit edgier. Um, I want to mess around with that kind of sound. But I also mm-hmm. mixed, mastered, and engineered uh, and written, wrote, and record the whole album except production from certain beats. So I'm a lot more hands-on um, and I'm a lot, a, lot, a lot more involved with it than Welcome. But Sound Lo-Fi's just different, just different cadences. I've honed in a little bit better. Uh, I do. I still to this day think Welcome is one of my most favorite mixtapes, just because of like what that meant to me at that time and how I got to <laughs> express myself in that way. Like I really got to be like first time ever, like you know, put put myself into words for people. Uh, Room Ramp was kind of just like the, the the name speaks of the, the the project in and of itself. Room Ramp, like it's been quarantine, it's been COVID. I haven't been able to go out really. You know what I mean, I've been in my room. So it's just yeah. Like, yeah. A, yeah. a collection of like you know some demo stuff tape stuff that I finalized made it sound to the point where I wanted it to and made it into a nice little project while we're still at home um, and even Water Juice in between like uh, the, that was the first project I ever mastered and engineered and stuff so it's been a progression of honing in on my style honing in on how much lyric ability I can get and cadence but also being more hands on with the project at the same time that's dope. Yeah. So, tell us more about Room Rap. Your album, Room Rap. Um, I, I had two singles that came out there first. First one was "Woe Is Me." Uh, that's that's one of the one the last song I ever finished in college at Rutgers University. And then I had "Mamba Out," which is my dedication to Kobe. Um, rest in peace. Um, Mambo on 3.org too if you want to help out the families that were involved uh, and right after that happened man 2020 has been a crazy year I was working yes, on, was. yeah and we're just we just broke the halfway mark so I mean fingers crossed it gets a little bit better from here on out um, mm-hmm. but this whole quarantine situation happened and I'm like I, I don't I don't know if I have I don't know if this is the time and nor do I have facilities to actually work on this this big length project that I wanted to work, which I'm working on now, but at the time I couldn't. So mm. I was like, well, what can I finish out now? And what can I make now? Now that I'm, I have way more time to be honest, like I'm just stuck inside. Um, so for about a month from like the end of March towards the end beginning of May, I really just pounded out this project, just finishing up on what was me Mamba out and these songs that like, you know, I, I wanted to get off my chest and I wanted to complete and express to other people like, is it us? Um, you know, uh, and even some braggy stuff like Fire Dog, Dunk on Carol back mm. then. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just like a roller coaster ride of like being braggadocious on the track, but also just talking about shit that I've been through, talking about shit that I've gone through. Um, yeah. Yeah. Fire Dog and COVID 19 was fire. Yeah, yeah, COVID nineteen. Yeah. What was the one that you, uh, that was referencing um karaoke no basket? Yeah, Dunk on Carol basket, the Kuroko no basket bar. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, how'd it go? Uh, fuck, you're sitting on your bench, dunking on Carol basket, send your ass home. Kuroko no basket. Now I'm getting in the zone. Something like that. I've actually got it at this point. <laughs> But yeah, that was Dunkle Carol Basket. Okay. All right. What's 
What's your favorite song on um, Room Rap? Mine's Dunk on Carol Baskin. I mean, honestly, it changes from week to week, but the longest so yeah. far and at the end of Room Rap, like for me to really get my shit off was Dunk on Carol Baskin. Hmm. Yeah. But like, cool, cool, cool. There's times where I liked COVID 19 just because it was COVID. It was like the mm-hmm. peak of COVID. And there was a time where I liked Is It Us because like, I was really finally getting like this emotional baggage from like previous relationships out of my system and onto a track instead. Um, but as of now, it's not on Carol Baskin. Okay. All right. Yeah. Who's your favorite rapper of all time? Uh, Dr. Seuss by far. Number one. <laughs> I don't have a number one. I have like a, I have a top three in no specific order, and they're actually like posters in my room right now. It's uh, number. Th- it's, it's go ahead. No, no, no particular order. It's Nas, uh, Eminem, and Kendrick Lamar. That's, okay, that's my top three. That's a dope list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, those are the three that had like the biggest like inspiration, like influence on me. I guess just from the how crazy. Just how absolutely insane their pen is. Their pen is like fucking stupid. So I've always looked up to how they were able to craft their stuff. Mm. What would be your dream collaboration? Um, honestly, I really fuck with Logic. I really fuck with Logic. I think really, I love Logic. Yeah, I know people want to say whatever the fuck they want to say about Logic. They want to say what he always says about certain stuff, but like. Logic's one of my most favorite rappers, and whenever he gets in his bag, he's he's really unique. Like, he can't like there's no one that's messing with his creativity, uh, like concept-wise. You know, just from, mm-hmm. that that meshes well with mine. You know, what I mean that I feel like would make a good song. It's obviously like you can make a case for anyone, but um, I've always personally, after Incredible True Story, wondered and wanted to, you know, what it would be like to make a song with Logic. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel where the direction of hip hop is going? Um, I know people, I know people, I know people that are really into the sound now, like this bright, yeah. uh, mainstream, you know, lyrically not crazy. You know, you could definitely listen to it one time and get the the gist of it. You know, it's not like it's not like eternal or like I'm learning new shit every time I'm hearing it. So it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Deep. It's not that deep, but. I don't know. I, people want to say it's going in the wrong direction. To me, it's just it just always goes in whatever direction it goes. But it's just a cycle. You know what I mean? Like, there's always going to be mainstream rap. There's always going to be poppy rap. But my my style, yeah. my style of hip hop and like lyricism, has like stayed the test of time, and it always comes back to that. You know what I mean, there was a time where I was like, yo, I don't think lyrical hip hop is going to come back. You know, Nazim came out with this shit like, uh, hip hop is dead. Jay Z came out with like, oh yeah, the death of art. I remember that. Yeah, like during that time period is when I really regressed in time and like looked at Tribe and Most Death, Black Stars, uh, Compton. Mm-hmm. And then like, boom, who came out on the scene? Like Lil Wayne started popping off. He started bubbling crazy. Kendrick came out. J. Cole came out. Wale came out. Yeah. Drake really started getting into his own bag. And it just became a whole new renaissance again. Um, I'm feeling like this right now, hip hop has been the great, like the most popular it's ever been. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's a good thing for the art style itself just more widespread and has a lot more mass appeal but i feel like there's definitely going to be like another 
another level of like lyricism that's going to come another wave of lyricism that's going to come and whether it comes in a big group of people or not I'm definitely going to try and be at the forefront of it okay alright do you feel like more rappers or hip hop artists should talk about social issues more often um general should just say whatever they want to say um mm-hmm. I'm sorry I feel like there's fire can you hear the fireworks going off this point you guys get a little nutty no no no, no, no. no. alright cool I hope it's fireworks uh <laughs> what was I just saying yeah I don't think I don't want to ever force an artist I love to feel like they have to say something because if it's forced then that's not what I was looking for anyways but I feel like people always like this recent shit that happened with J. Cole and No Name and like people getting on Kendrick and people are like yo their whole discography is based off of like the oppression of of, of black people minority people impoverished their whole discography is based off of that and when it's really time to say something they're nowhere to be found but it's kind of like an oxymoronic statement because it's in their discography you know what I'm saying like you said it yourself this shit's been happening and you really enjoy and get a, a concise message from them in their music, in their discography, in their creative creative outlet. They're too creative to they might they might not feel like they can put what they're feeling and what they want to say into just plain words, into a plain ass tweet, into a plain ass fucking photo that'll be up for one. They might take a photo somewhere and they'll go back into their house and that's it. Like people acting like some of these celebrities are like real social social justice you know mavericks pioneers <laughs> that are really changing shit kendrick was out there in the in marches j cole was out there in marches yeah you know what i mean like yeah yeah so i know i know i'm gonna i'm gonna get something powerful from them when when they feel they got it i don't want to force them into i i don't want to they're i don't want to force them to say some shit that's going to be plain jane or half-assed and and take away from what they could have done with their art if they used it for that you know what i mean Exactly, but that's just my take on it. I mean, we, people could argue and debate. You know, we go back and forth with that all day. So, what's the future of Matt the Shonen? Future is uh, finishing this album, uh, mm-hmm. finishing the writing for this album, setting up the studio. I've been using my fucking same USB microphone and laptop. Uh, 2015 to now it's been five years and um you know i finally upgraded i finally got some soundproof paneling i finally like got some new headphones uh it's definitely it's definitely gonna be a a higher quality sound coming this album thankfully and um uh, definitely a nice deep like i know i really got to express myself this album i really think it's gonna be good so once it's done that'll be that'll be sweet so that's pretty much what I have in mind now, finishing this album and actually releasing some like music videos. I do a lot of AMVs. Um, mm-hmm. Me and my friend um, Moji, his handle changes from time to time. Right now, I think it's Bamside, but on YouTube, it's uh, Bammoji Sala. Uh, you know, me and him will work on stuff or I'll edit my stuff and I'll work with people. And I usually have like AMVs or GIFs. I like using like pixelate, like Pixar GIFs too. That's one of my like mm-hmm. favorite things to do recently. Um, but maybe like in an actual like get the facilities to make an actual music video with myself and maybe some friends some characters 
make a little plot line and actually have something like that. That'd be dope too. So on the horizon That's right now is just music videos and finishing this album. So any any collaborations with uh, in your new album? Collabs? Um, I got some cool beat makers. Um, if anyone's on like the YouTube scene that like listens to any of the underground producers on YouTube, guys like Lethal Needle, Lethal Needle, Marrow, um, a couple others, um, and then uh, I just got a recent remix from for COVID nineteen off of the Room Rap album with this with my friend, a friendly a friendly ghost. He just dropped his album today. Uh, July 4th. That's dope. Yeah, so he just dropped the remix. I think it was today. It was either today or yesterday, I believe. Um, but he just dropped the remix. Um, but yeah, as of now, I mean, it's just really solo uh, by myself, lyrically and vocally. And as of now, that's how I like it. You know what I mean? Is is the COVID-19 remix going to be on the, the bonus on the new album? Or is it just going to be like, just going to like release it? Nah, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be just for a friendly ghost for him just for now on his latest project. And then I'll drop it. Oh, I'll, put, I'll send people towards it. Um, but this this new project is going to be totally new original stuff. It was going to be some of the stuff I was working on before COVID that I that I'm like picking up on and actually like fleshed out and a lot more new stuff added on top of that. So hopefully it'll be, be like I'm looking towards like at least a 40 minute album, maybe a little bit longer, and then um, see where it goes from there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it could be longer. It could be a lot longer. It could be like just slightly shorter. But it's probably gonna be around that range. Okay, cool, cool. Going back, going back on that question, question on the direction of hip hop. Yeah. I think people, I think people just want to like you know have fun when they're uh, listening to music nowadays. So yeah. you kind of understand. So I think hip hop is at at a point where it's more variety now. Yeah. They're just like you know lyrics, and then that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your lyrics, and then you got your dance music, and then you got, you know, you got something you can just, like, listen to Yeah. when no. you're just sitting down. Yeah, but every, every, like, music genre goes through that, right? Like, even rock. Rock and roll used to be just blues, and then it turned into rock and roll. And now there's how many genres of rock and roll? There's, like, I can't even fucking count. Like, indie, alt, grunge, dark, heavy like all and mixtures of those and more than those so like i think it's going into that same 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 field of like where there's just so many so many aspects to hip-hop now um mm-hmm. so people like fun hip-hop that's dope people like lyrical sit down hip-hop or that's dope people like cruising in their car sunrise to work kind of hip-hop whatever you want to call that that's dope you know what i mean it's definitely there's definitely more for people to enjoy these days than there was before i could definitely agree to that yep all right all right I agree. All right, so we're no longer on the serious okay, questions. Word. Now we get now we get on the fun Say questions. That. So, <laughs> so who's the better anime character <laughs> out of these three? We got Luffy, oh, Goku, dude, or Naruto. Nuts, bro. That's fucking nuts. Nami, Chi Chi, and Sakura. <laughs> 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 Out of those three, I can't, uh, I can't say, man. I grew up, I grew up, uh, I grew up on Goku. That really broke, like, cause that's what my older brother watched. So I definitely started on Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. Then for Naruto in middle school, that was the first time I, I like, boot like my own website to find it Japanese subbed and like 
back then YouTube was not regulated as much, so I watched it on YouTube. And then in high school, I, I banged out oh. like everything up to that arc at the time, which was like Fishman Island in two weeks. So they each have a pretty deep and heavy spot in my heart. You know what I mean? I don't think I could give a favorite. But if I had to, if I really okay. had to, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I'd give a favorite. <laughs> if you had a, a gun to your head and then someone just tells you, who Man. you picking? And I can't pick all three. <laughs> I probably have to go fucking. Depends on the day. So today I'm feeling. Today I'm feeling Goku. I think I'm gonna go Goku. Yeah, just because this okay. recent manga chap- chapter with Goku and Vegeta was nuts. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but it was like. Yeah. <laughs> no, don't, don't. I, I want to. I'm waiting for yeah, the yeah. anime. To He's come, the most so. fresh in my mind. Even though One Piece just had a nuts chapter too, but. As of now, I'm still on Goku. I'm gonna say Goku. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your favorite anime oh of God. all time? Dude, I thought the first question was hard, but this is more serious than the serious questions, dude. I don't even know how to answer this shit. <laughs> the favorite anime of all time, probably Dragon Ball. That probably that probably also has my Goku pick. Like, I start. I grew up with Dragon Ball. Like, that's what broke me in, and it's still something I'm watching to this day. Like, Dragon Ball Super. Very rarely can an anime take that long of a hiatus, come back, and still be fire and still be intriguing. Um, I don't really like the direction. I'm not like huge on the direction where Boruto is going, even though it's still based off Naruto. And like One Piece is One Piece is immaculate. I did not like the Dress Rosa arc. That shit was super fucking slow. That shit, the animation was poop. But I do like the the, the animation <laughs> now is the best it's ever been. But I'm more of a manga fan for. One Piece now, um, so out of the big three, for me personally, I like Dragon Ball Z, and I'd probably make that my number one anime too. Not gonna lie. Okay, all right, I do agree with you. I I I love Dragon Ball, so Dragon Ball, the, fir- okay. the first the first one, yeah, was fun to watch. Dragon Ball Z was all about action and everything. Uh, Dragon Ball DT, uh, <laughs> that made me fall asleep a little bit. So I was, a little bit and towards the end where there was baby and uh, yeah, what's his name Omega uh, yeah, oh, that, okay. that were dope to me yeah like Super Saiyan 4 season. and Super Saiyan 4 Goat um, Gotita yes yes yeah that was that was dope um and then Dragon Ball Super the way how it started it, they didn't need to start with the, 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 yeah, the yeah. two movies I think it started with the the, tur- the okay. arc tournament and then, and then the, and then the, what, what was the last arc again? The power, terminal power. Everybody. Yeah, that, that, that was, was nuts, that was a bro. fire. That arc. shit was nuts. That was fire. The Ultra Instinct was nuts. Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. I was, I yeah, was, it my, was my, nuts. It was nuts. Off campus at Rutgers, bro, um, and mm-hmm. we were all sitting in the living room, and I remember when Goku first did his like we. It was the first time you see Goku get his cheeks clapped by someone like that. Like he usually gets, he usually gets clapped. He usually gets <laughs> clapped every arc, but it, you feel like he could come back. When you see him fight Giden, you don't feel. It's like mm-hmm. you're really trying to figure out how he can manage this. You know, like especially because it's a shonen anime and like it's Goku. He's not gonna get like fucking. There's no way they won't give him some kind of power up. Yo, when he came back with Ultra Instinct and they started playing that bump, 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 bump. That was yeah, crazy, yeah, 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 dude. That was nuts. That 
that gave me that gave me that gave me a chills. That gave me chills, and when when that happened, I don't like Goku. I like I'm okay. more of a Vegeta fan than Goku. Chapter, you like it? I'm so, not gonna say anything. I'm not gonna spoil anything. This latest chapter was crazy. Uh, I, I, okay, heard, I, okay. heard, I heard, I heard, I heard, I just, I, I'm not, I'm not too much. <laughs> uh, okay, so, favorite NBA team of favorite all NBA time? Favorite NBA team? Oh, NBA no, team? NBA, oh, NBA, basketball. Yeah, yeah. Lakers? Yeah, okay. Shouts out LeBron. All right. Shouts out J.R. Smith. That's a crazy pickup. Good job. Yo, J.R., please right. don't do no timeout bullshit, bro. No offense. I can't play in the NBA. You know I, mean? I, grew, I, I grew up playing it. I played in high school and all that. I can't say much. Uh, but J.R. Smith and LeBron is some good chemistry. I'm glad they're back. Uh, I'm really, I'm still fucked up. Like, I'm still surreal to think about what happened with Kobe. Uh, but ever since, I, I grew up a Kobe mm-hmm. fan. And I've always really been a Lakers fan from that. So, Me, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Uh, let's see. Uh, who's... Is your superhero alter ego and why? Superhero alter ego and why? Whoa. Um. Uh, I feel like a good connection with Deadpool. I feel like I'm fucking nuts. I feel like I get insane sometimes, <laughs> but I I come I combat it with humor and I'll combat it with just being creative. You know, Deadpool, Deadpool, he mm. manages his insanity and his special abilities just by being a guy who does what he wants and murking who he has to. I'm not really murking people out here. I don't really do that, but I definitely express myself in that kind of energy through my hip hop, through my voice, through my cadence. So, and just like, just trying to, just trying to make life a funny time. Even if it can get a little crazy, just trying to, just trying to have humor with it. So I guess Deadpool. Even though I can say I say a bunch though, but the what the one that comes to mind now is Deadpool. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. So you're sitting on the grass. Okay. You have headphones on. All right. You're looking at the sky. What song do you have looking playing? At the sky. Huh? Is it a nice day? Yeah. Yeah, it's um... a nice day. Probably, probably something from Nujabez, even though he's, I feel like I'm getting influenced because he's like up right now. Anything, uh, mm. yeah, that's hard. There's like a million I could choose from. A couple of songs from Jay Dilla, like <laughs> Sunbeams, uh, some songs from mm. Nujabez, like Miss Line from Nujabez would be good, or Rory and Dance. Actually, I'd probably go Rory and Dance from Nujabez, is what I would play. Yeah. Okay. Super low five, right. very melodic, very low tone. Yeah, five. Low five is always a dope thing. Yeah. You're just outside, chilling, yeah. and you know. Yeah. So uh, the the whole pineapple on pizza thing. So are you against? Uh, yeah, I'm so proud are of you, you. Are you with? I'm so proud of you. We're like, yo, this is this poll result is bullshit. <laughs> I'm letting people know how much I like pineapple. Listen, I'll tell you what. For me personally, I like pineapple on pizza, but I, I if I could prefer, I would have it without the tomato sauce, like without red sauce, like just pineapple ham and cheese. Um, because I feel like sometimes the red sauce makes it too tangy with the pineapple for me. But that's my great. I like Hawaiian pizza. I fuck uh-huh. with pizza. 
I like it. I like pineapple on pizza. I think you can put anything on pizza and it's a pizza. So that's me. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, the, the haters, like, I saw the percentage. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah. I, like, I mean, no, like, no, 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 no. I feel, I, like, I feel like I can't see. I feel like I can't see anchovies on pizza, but people love that. I don't see that. I can't fuck with that. But that doesn't mean I won't fuck uh, pizza. No, yeah. I can't. I can't either. Yeah, I can't either. I like. <laughs> so, so one word that describes you the best. Uh, water. <laughs> I'll go with water. Yeah. So you flow. Yeah. You go with the flow. I mean, always, always moving, but always trying to do it in like, you know, the smoothest fashion possible. Whether that means efficient, whether that means going with the flow, whether that means like adapting to whatever surroundings I'm in. You know, I came out with Bruce Lee on Room Rap, and he the whole the whole intro of Bruce Lee is that quote from Bruce Lee, and that shit stuck with me. Uh, since like when I first saw it on YouTube as like a preteen, um, like really wanted, and I'm also Aquarius, you know what I mean? Maybe it's something naturally too. Um, mm-hmm. And always just trying to be free, you know, move freely and be powerful and moving freely. You know what I mean? An ocean can move free, but if it turns into a wave, it's still a free crashing wave, but it can cause damage if it, if it looks to. And or you could just be still. You can be a nice chill pond. And lyrically, for me, cadence-wise, I always love trying to find the nooks and crannies of a beat you know any pocket i can find in the beat and really try and ride that shit out as the beat goes and as the production goes um so just like sonically and as a person i guess i would probably say water yeah okay all right any advice for upcoming hip-hop artists yo um learn from other artists but try and be yourself as much as you can you know try and learn from whatever your favorite artists are gather inspiration from whatever your artists are um don't feel like you have to copy them uh but also don't don't mind taking from them and trying to twist it in your own way and trying to excuse me try and like season it yourself and make it something better sometimes um if you go on the rap genius and you look up your favorite rapper's genius article on his on his lyrics on a page and looking at the way they mm-hmm. the rhyme scheme or looking at the thought that they put into their words um, and listening to that, you know, just gather as much as you can from how some of the most successful people you see do it. Try and take the blueprint and also try and make your own blueprint at the same time. Uh, but don't fall into the trap of sounding just like them because there's way too many people that sound like each other today too. Uh, that would probably be the second thing. Don't, don't be scared to be different. There's someone out there that wants to listen to the way you sound. The, the, the fact said about how big hip hop's gotten, it's so various now. There's going to be a, a demographic for whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to rap about. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be gangster all the time. It doesn't have to be conscious all the time. There's in between, there's above, there's left and right from that. There's a whole bunch of untapped potential and untapped shit that's talked about from different people you might not even expect. So, just rap whatever you want just try and get better at it con- consistently there's going to be bumps there's going to be obstacles the more you want it uh, the more you'll find a way so you know learn from others be yourself and be persistent that's right so go ahead and shout out 
anybody that you yeah. want. Shout out uh, Rucker. Shout out Alpha Sigma Sigma. Shout out Dude Squad. Shout out my pops, my mom. Shout out my nephew, my brother, my sister-in-law. Shouts out to fucking NVIDIA graphics cards. Shouts out to fucking Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole. Shouts out to everyone that's been here since welcome. <laughs> Everyone listening to the Cool Concept Podcast, Mikel Miles, uh, Dope Manga, and anyone that just got on the room rap, you know, anyone that's been there this whole ride, that's been supporting, that's been listening intently, subscribing on YouTube, subscribing to Mac the Shonen, literally anywhere, Mac the Shonen everywhere, so Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Reddit, whatever, um, and just sticking around for the ride and seeing where it goes, because it's been getting bigger and better with time and i'm looking forward to where it's going to go from here so shouts out to everyone that's been supporting and who's going to do so in the future all right thank you matt the shonen it's been a pleasure having you on this episode i welcome you again to come back to the concept podcast and uh, thank you bro i wish you success i really like what you're doing it's fucking dope to get like manga and and, uh especially like not just black manga but manga you might not ever know about underground shit up and coming stuff that i've seen on your page that we interacted about um and and black manga of course Mm -hmm. you know there's not many characters that are you know colored in manga and anime so uh i've loved your page exactly been doing i'm glad we got to connect and you got to send this invite out i'm happy we can link up and i appreciate it man i'd love to come back on it would be dope all right thank you thank you this ends the episode of cool concept podcast this is mikhail miles and we are out